Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Consider becoming a Texas Football Insider, our subscription package at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Besides helping to make shows like this possible, you'll also get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts, our archives. We've got all 60 years of the magazine digitized, recruiting analysis, and must-see insights from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. That's texasfootball.com slash insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Mothership here in beautiful Louisville, Texas, it's Texas Football Today, a show that you just can't stop from doing the show thing. Man, you're good at words. My name's Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. You know what? Do both. If you're watching us live, subscribe to the podcast. And if you're listening to us on the podcast, maybe tune in live if you have a chance. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. Sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, she is double Texas footballed up. (laughs) It's cold The Duchess of the Dorks, it's Ashley Pickle. Hi. You're wearing a a zip-up and a hoodie. Look at that. How nifty. We we support the for brand. the brand. Also, not gonna lie, uh, for anyone who's tuned into the pre-show, we did a uh, we did an interview earlier, and I forgot to turn the mics off. And uh, you walked in and just start screaming, "Powers, where's Powers?" <laughs> and everyone heard it. Awesome. But uh, we and I was on time, by the way. Yeah. Look, I'm just glad. I'm just glad I didn't <laughs> I curse. I was to say, I'm glad you weren't like, "God, I hate this show." Yeah. That would have been funny. Or just like, but you were like, where's power? Just like, here's a power ranking of my least favorite viewers. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> what would have been really awesome if you would have said, like, where's powers? We can't do the show without him. He's so great. Yeah, we no? would have had that. Why would I lie? <laughs> why, would I, why would I lie? Powers is here, by the way. Greg Powers of Next Level. He, he made it in here, if anyone was wondering. Yeah, he did. Powers made it in. Uh, I did. But, yeah, that was a great thing for everyone to hear. They were like, oh, mics are hot. That's got to be tough. Oh, he it definitely is. He just comes in screaming every single day. Yesterday, you threw a piece of paper at me. Like, I I never know what to expect here. Anyway. Yeah, okay. You know. Yeah, okay. Uh, the kind of culture I'm trying to build here at Texas football. <laughs> it can screaming be li- and throwing it, paper at your producer. You see it can I at times be live. We have all our desks filled plus one now. Yeah. 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 Boy, we do. Oh, my gosh. There's too many people who work here. You need to nominate two people to be sent home. I mean, you fire me every day. Mies puts that in the comment every day. And anytime someone's like, I'm here, what did I miss? He just comments back, uh, Tepper tried to fire Pickle again. Hmm. I thought you went into the safe zone now. Like, that, wasn't that official this I don't week? Think anybody's really safe safe I don't think anybody's really safe. I don't think I'm safe. <laughs> Today is Wednesday, February 19th, 2020. 
281 days until Thanksgiving, episode 907. 907, the OPS for Juan Gonzalez in his illustrious Texas Rangers career. That is a two-time MVP? Is that right? Two-time MVP. Three-time All-Star, six-time Silver Slugger. That dude was really good. And also, almost certainly on steroids. On today's show... (laughs) Uh, on today's show, friends, it's This Week in Recruiting. We're talking with Greg Powers, the next level athlete. Come to us. So if you've got questions about recruiting, ask them in the comments. Uh, we'll get to them after we get done with all the usual rigmarole. Uh, that's a fun word, rigmarole. I was asking a friend oh, yeah. the other day what, what – because uh, uh, my friend chimed in and said that irate is a really good word, which I agree. It is. Irate's a good word. That's on the upper side of the I think scale. rigmarole might be my favorite word. Let us know in the like comments you what your favorite busted word. Busted that to the top of the list. Rigmarole is your, like I think your bar none favorite word. It's a fun to say. I think mine is flabbergasted. Flabbergasted is fun. I love like if you just if you just drop that like I am flabbergasted like. Mine's yonder. That's yonder. Another, I say that yonder's fun often. I say that probably more than I should when people ask. Oh, where's that? Eh, it's over yonder. Yeah. That's the that's the Lano coming. Is out. over yonder hyphenated? No. Okay. So so, it's a, so, so uh, yonder is my over favorite. yonder. Over yonder, yonder it's two is separate it, words. It's definitely. Let me two think this words. through. Um, so, over yonder would be just an adjective phrase, right? It would describe something, and so technically, yonder is an adverb. That's our editor, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. No. That's, anyway, that's what we go to him with. I don't do that. <laughs> I'm Greg Teffer. That's Greg Powers, and this is this week in Cruton. It's Greg Powers of Next Level Athlete. Follow him on Twitter at GPowerScout. Follow Next Level Athlete on Twitter at NextLevelD1. Hello, Monsieur Powers. How are you? Good. Great. Good, good. good. February's awesome. Did you know February is like a dead <laughs> period? Is it really? It is. Oh. It's a good month. February's a good month. Um, Tepper was just... Oh, no. I guess you said you said January's the worst month, which I would probably agree January's with you. A, January's, January's a bottom-tier month. the See, worst month. August is August my is, worst August is a terrible month too, although August ends with football in it, and so it's it gets a little bit of a bump there, but like August is rough. See, December is great for me and terrible. Terrible. Mm-hmm. Like there's yeah. three days in De- four, really, four great days in December for me. My son's birthday, my anniversary, Christmas, New Year's cool. Eve. But there it's so hectic now with yeah. state championships and you know, one of the worst things, property taxes. Property taxes is a terrible thing. What's the deal with property taxes? Why do we have to pay them? Wow. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, let's get to this week in recruiting. It's on TexasFootball.com. What a segue. Uh, <laughs> well, anyway. Let's get to this week in recruiting. We'll start with our prospect on the rise. Uh, our prospect on the rise, we're going to Houston. Richmond Foster defensive attacker Tyler Onyedem. Um, first time. Got it. 2021 defensive tackle. Uh, 6'3", 277. Uh, This is a guy who's starting to get that old recruiting momentum. Uh, Picked up an offer from UTSA, uh, and he already has an offer from Grambling. This is a guy that right now it's starting to pick up, and it seems like if you want to be that cool guy, that hipster who's like, oh, yeah, I knew about Tyler Onyedem before everybody else did, this is the time to jump on him. Well, and you can see him going through the drills here from our Next Level Athlete uh, Texas Top 100 Showcase in Houston back in January, and – See how athletic he is. He walked away with MVP honors at that camp. It was a r- really tight battle between him and Bryce Ganius, uh, another good defensive tackle who's in a very similar mold. 
but 6'3", 277 with the frame to add weight and plays one of those positions um, that is just hard to find top-tier talent at. And you know what? I'm going to just go ahead and say it. I'm going to put confidence in Jeff Trailer and his staff's offers from UTSA. Yeah. I think that they're going to do their due diligence, checking in uh, with Texas high school football coaches, using – a uh, strong relationship with the THSCA to vet out these type of offers. And if UTSA is the first uh, G5 school to, to pop on a kid in the in the state, I'm going to pay attention to it. And hmm. I think justifiably so because they're going to ID a lot of talent that a, a lot of other schools are probably going to try to come in and steal from them. So you're going to say – so you're you're one – because it used to – you know, obviously, look, there there's, there's those schools from a national perspective that when Alabama offers a kid, obviously right. there's something going on there. When Ohio State or LSU or, or, or some of these other really big-time programs offer a kid, uh, you're going to pay attention. You're willing to – obviously a different level here with UTSA as far as Group of Five is concerned, but – you're you're willing to say that because of the way the coaching staff is constructed and because of the way that they they do their business that if they're if they're jumping on a kid early it's time to pay attention to them i think so because i think that they're you know one thing that they've said so far consistently whenever they've spoken about recruiting whether it's in a press conference or a one-off interview there is that they are evaluating in-state kids whether they're going to offer them or not their staff mm -hmm. is committed uh, to evaluating in-state prospects and then giving that feedback to the high school coaches as part of what they do at UTSA, part of uh, building relationships and continuing to build relationships with high school coaches. I think that that's, a, that's something that's very nice of their staff to do. Mm -hmm. And they're going to find guys and uncover guys that other staffs, I think, wouldn't because of that homework. Right. And they need to be able to do that at UTSA uh, because they need to land – these types of kids that other programs might overlook. Now, it's a little bit early to say that Tyler Onyetum is going to be a guy that schools are going to overlook. This is still very early in the recruiting process for 2021. I know that there's an accelerated timeline, but that accelerated timeline is for a very select group of guys that colleges are willing to put their stamp on before these visits come and the official visits now since they're in the spring come before April. Mm -hmm. Those guys have the stamp um, – of approval and they'll take their commitment very early but there is a second set of gr group of recruits who are very talented that'll happen a little bit slower for and if you recruit recruits are in that category don't be discouraged because that doesn't mean that your ranking will be below prospect x that has 10 offers already sure. um it's a sometimes a bit of what's the right phrase i'm looking for i don't want to say it's like a beauty contest because it's not but no, i get it. it if there's eight offers on a guy's list you might feel a little bit more pressure to go ahead and be number nine and number ten because you can't afford to wait anymore no i, I certainly understand what you're saying and that's that's an interesting point uh this is a you know this is something that um it Recruiting's a little bit of a copycat game, right? You know, right. everybody's everybody's at least look, trying to look at everyone else's paper. You know what I mean? It's it's kind of like, uh, and you're trying to figure out who the smart guys in the room are to cheat off of, right? Yep. That's a nice way of putting it. But Is that um, how you got through school. Continue. Back to the Cruton. Back to the Cruton. Anyway, <laughs> uh, you're trying to find the smart kid to, to look at their paper, and what you're saying is you're wondering if UTSA is going to be the kind of kid that people are going to start to look at their paper. Right. Yeah. yeah, and I and I I think the answer to that is going to be yes, and this is the type of offer that I see that they're extending that indicates that to yeah. me. All right, let's get to uh, our recruits, uh, our commit of the week. Our commit of the week 
is uh, Hempstead 2021 safety Justin Macias. He has committed to Tulsa. He he picked up that hurricane uh, picked up a hurricane off uh, with offers over uh, North Texas and UTSA. Another kid in that kind of group of five area. He's heading north to Tulsa. Uh, but this is a guy there at Hempstead, which has in the past put out some really good players there at the small school level. You remember, they played for a title back in 2011. Right. Uh, but this is a guy who led the team in tackles from the safety position, which is difficult to do. Uh, but this is this is a guy that, as far as uh, a, a one of those small school stars that maybe you haven't heard of, uh, Justin Macias is one of those guys. And what I really like about him is he's that new age type of safety that could probably spend a lot of time in the box mm-hmm. for a school like Tulsa. I know a lot of teams are using um, consistently five defensive backs on the field at all time, using one of those guys to be able to combat the run. That's the type of player uh, that Justin Macias is. Very smart, savvy quick to the football, closes really well, and can sniff out the ball carrier. But I also kind of like his ball skills, too. He had some interceptions and uh, makes some good plays on the football. You'll see him here actually securing one of those interceptions. Um, But just a really good early pickup for Tulsa because this is another one of those guys who really stood out at the Next Level Athlete Showcase in January and is the type of guy who has a nose for the football. I think that as the spring evaluation unwinds, Tulsa is going to have to fight to keep him on your list, on their list, similar to a guy that we covered at the same time last year, Chris Carpenter from Jacksonville, yes. who made an early commitment to North Texas. They had a really fight to keep him and end up losing him to a Colorado. He may be in that same, same category. Yeah, absolutely. And so keep an eye on, on, Macias on on Justin Macias from Hempstead, uh, who is committed to Tulsa. You wonder if somebody's going to try to swoop in and and, and get uh, get in on him. Uh, our underclassman of the week going to the class of 2022, kid who's about to play his sophomore season, or I'm sorry, his junior season. Dickinson 2022 tight end Donovan Green. Um, it's a good 2022 tight end class. He is yep. among the very best of them. Uh, he picked up three Power Five offers last week. Florida, Michigan, and Washington. Those three add on to the list that includes Texas, A&M, LSU, Alabama, Georgia, Oklahoma. Uh, There are guys who are secrets. Donovan Green, not a secret. Not a secret. Donovan Green is a known name. He's going to be one of the top uh, flex tight end Mm -hmm. options on the national scene in that recruiting class. Already is just by looking at his offer list. As a matter of fact, I said – Long in all caps because I was screaming it whenever I wrote about his offer list. Uh, yeah. Those those top schools are just some of the offers that he has. He's got pretty much all of them. Uh, but why? What I like to highlight whenever you truncate a, an offer list when you put it in print is he has the tight end offers. Mm-hmm. You know the schools who traditionally put tight ends into the NFL and use the tight end within their offense predominantly Alabama, Georgia, LSU, Oklahoma has put in, you know, Mark Andrews and, you know, they signed Austin Stogner, Grant Calcaterra, and then three new offers last week with Florida, Michigan, and Washington, all schools that use the tight end. So, and by the way, he got those offers on Valentine's Day, so it's a pretty good. Those are pretty good Valentine's yes. Day cards to be opening in your Twitter. Yeah, I would say so. Those are nice Valentines, nice love letters from uh, from Power Five schools. Uh, but yeah, that's that's another guy that you know Dickinson's always loaded, and sometimes it's hard to uh, sometimes it's hard to stand out. But but here's a guy who I think. He's the first one off the bus. You know what right. I mean? He's the guy who's like, hey, look at this kid. And by the way, uh, just a, uh, last year playing as a sophomore, uh, now a, as a junior, certainly a name to know down there in Texas. And I'll say he's also a tremendous kid mm-hmm. off the field. Mm-hmm. Good student athlete. 
um, good grades, very well spoken, and I think that you should get bonus points in the recruiting game for for sure uh, when you're great off the field as well. So uh, congratulations to Donovan Green. You look at him and, like, it's like you were born to be a tight end. Like, he, he has that look, too. Like, there's no doubt about it. Yeah, he, he really does, and he he's a playmaker out there for the Gators. Finally, let's get to our Recruit of the Week. Our Recruit of the Week uh, is a man who has uh, also had a pretty good week, uh, Frisco Independence tight end uh, Elijah Arroyo. This is a 2021 tight end, whereas Donovan Green's 2022. This is 2021. Uh, just in the past week, okay, offers from TCU, Purdue, Alabama, Georgia, USC. That goes in with A&M. Texas, LSU, Oklahoma State, Penn State, Michigan, Houston, SMU. I mean, yeah, another guy that that people are starting to figure out, and and, and it feels like this is a runaway freight train. This is only going to go one particular way, uh, and Elijah Arroyo is only going to get hotter. And he's in the same kind of mold as a Donovan Green, is that he is 6'4", 210, more receiver than traditional inline tight end but look at him right there with the long arms and you can kind of see the frame that he's going to grow into once he arrives on the college scene uh has that size and the ability to probably bulk up and play within any offense and I think that's why you're seeing you know all the sorts of teams on his offer list you know where he could probably do he could probably be one of those guys that flexes out and creates a huge mismatch when especially when a linebacker uh, is covered up, you know, covered up over him, but it could also probably be an H back or an inline guy. And Frisco Independence, I just got to say, they're a, they're really a prospect wise, yeah, a team that's uh, starting to be on the rise for me. I mean, they've got a three or four guys in that 2021 class that are uh, pretty good. And well, this was a 10 win team from year. I mean, right. it's not they're not just there are those programs that always have that have kids that don't necessarily translate that into wins. But but this is not one of those programs. He's a guy. This is a, a program that is also very, very good on the field as well. Yes. Yeah, Zyglel McMillan, who transferred from Denton Geyer, Braylon Braxton, their quarterback, Caleb Ellis, a defensive back uh, and Jackson Lavender, a slot wide receiver in the 2023 class, who's an up and comer that people need to know about. Uh, there's a lot of talent at Frisco Independence, especially in their district. I think they're going to be a lot of trouble. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting, especially when you've got a tight end uh, and a big target on the outside like they've got in Elijah uh, Arroyo, uh, a guy who is going to make some noise there in the very talent-rich area of Frisco. Um, yes. Zach, do we want to well, – Zach Evans news? We go to Greg Powers, our chief recruiting correspondent for Zach Evans news. Powers. Well, there are a lot of rumors going around. You know, Zach Evans has not made his decision, and we've had a lot of schools rise up his list, and there's been mm-hmm. – but f- right – I mean, I'm telling you, seconds before – while you were yelling my name, as a matter of fact, to come onto the show today. Where's Powers? <laughs> talking with some sources, and – Mm-hmm. The latest news is is that the Florida Gators feel really confident about where they stand in the recruitment of Zach Evans right hmm. now. So that's something to really keep an eye on. It's always been the SEC. Of course, Florida um, had a late signing with Princely Umanmelian from mm-hmm. Maynard um, and has continued to make a steady push into Texas for recruits. But Florida is a team, I think, if you're listening to this, you want to know about Zach Evans, keep a close eye on Florida because I think that's the school that's trending with him right now. Interesting. Yeah, it was one of our questions that we had for you. We do have another one, though. Okay, nice. go uh, for it. The other question was from Phil Bainey. He said, what kind of recruiting momentum does Kyron Drones have right now that Auburn offer was huge for him? 
Well, you kind of answered your own question, <laughs> sir. <laughs> That's good. You know, that was a big offer. Auburn stepped into Texas. They also extended an offer to Caden Salter from Cedar Hill. Uh, but Drones is a, a big, strong quarterback. I think we all watched him at the state championship game and kind of thought the same thing. Why hasn't his recruitment really taken off as much at that point? Well, he's not really a, like a sleeper anymore. Yeah. You know, he's like a national – name you have chad morris putting his stamp on him this week so you kind of know uh you know you picked up old miss after that so i mean lane kiffin uh chad morris um you know and he has the grades because he has an offer from northwestern yeah. so i mean he could really truly play for any team in the country and brings it academically as well an, a smart quarterback and uh has the frame uh as well and, and this for. this is probably the time in the calendar when you're going to start to see these kids heat up that if if, if you're wondering hey why hasn't this kid gotten onto people's radar yet why hasn't he gotten those six seven eight offers in a row start looking now this is right. going to be that time because because teams are certainly moving moving on from the class of 2020 they're looking for the class of 2021 that's going to be something that i think is going to be is, is interesting to watch that that the the heat is going to be turned up on these 2021 kids well it was really tough for recruit of the week prospect on the rise this week because there were a lot of guys like this that were picking up mass amounts of offers mm -hmm. you know there are a lot of out-of-state schools uh feeling the pressure that they have to offer some of these uh texas kids early and this week it was just a bonanza of uh, scholarship offers, especially in the Houston area from SEC schools uh, this week. You know, and Houston as well is making a lot of offers. SMU extended a lot of offers as well from in-state programs. And Texas A&M extended a big offer to Duncanville offensive lineman Savion Bird uh, this week. So just a lot of action right now as far as prospects getting new opportunities to play at colleges on the next level. Also, I almost hit the air raid siren. We got a real-time step bomb. In yes, the, uh, I did the see that. Um, he said, Rockdale head coach Jeff Miller leaving for Cy Fair. We need like a wee-oo-wee-oo. <laughs> That's our quote of the week, or quote of the day. Is <laughs> We need a wee-oo-wee-oo. <laughs> How do I um, spell that? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm not the one who designs those graphics. That's yeah, a good uh, hire because Miller's been a – I mean, That's a state champion head coach. Uh, Miller knows coaching. Yeah, Jeff Miller, uh, of course, uh, guided Rockdale to a state championship back in 2017. Um, and so, yeah, Rockdale is going to be a big-time uh, big opening as well. But Jeff Miller is going to be, according to our own Matt Stepp, uh, at Matt underscore Stepp, 817 on Twitter, um, Rockdale is going to be open as he is leaving to take over at Cy Fair. Big leaving move. one of the best running backs in Cameron Valdez, I think, for one of the best running backs in, in LJ, LJ Johnson. Johnson. Is it? He knows how to Good pick decision. Yeah, he knows yeah. <laughs> he, he knows how to pick them. It's going to be very interesting. Of course, uh, that that job was opened up when Ed Pajowski, longtime coach there at at uh, Cypher, retired. So uh, excited to see uh, what Jeff Miller is able to do there. And the Battle of the Bell is going to be interesting. Uh, yeah. See how they fill out that uh, that particular job. So, and now we go to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment. Final thoughts. All right, couple of things. All right. Here. Wow, don't sound so excited. I was reading the All comments. right, here uh, we go. Here's the thing I'm legally obligated to do. Anyway, first four through the door was Brent Holman, Rob Hadaway, Allison Brown, and Matthew McSpadden. Welcome in, guys. Um, secondly, let's go with Stephen Cassie and many people in the comments for the past couple of days have asked, what's what's going on with your face? What are you I can't change the way that looks. What are you I've looked like that since I was <laughs> born, guys. What's, what's going I was on? Born are with you this trying to grow out a, a mustache? Or uh, I'm or just, you know. Are you lazy? I'm just lazy. I just, you know, I am um, 
It's the off season. Uh, <laughs> this is off season, Greg. Uh, <laughs> That's the first time I think I've ever called you Greg. Here are the <laughs> the people who can tell me to shave are my wife and wife. somebody who cuts me a check. And no, not, not none of them have weighed in. So, uh, <laughs> you know, just being lazy. Just, you know. I was just wondering. Yeah, I I don't I don't do this very often, but I just you know, I was like. I, I'm going on vacation in two and a half weeks, mm-hmm. and so I was thinking I'll definitely shave before then. But so we've answered the question. It's vacation, Greg. It's vacation, Greg. Although this is uh, the thing is, there's a lot of people who grow out their beard on vacation. I need to do the reverse because I need extra time. Yeah, you need the two weeks. Prior. I need like oh That's yeah, a, I'm the no. same way. Yeah, I can't. It's a Greg thing. So, yeah, so it's, it's a Greg, Greg thing. thing. We've got terrible, uh, uh, terrible genes for for growing beard out growing, facial hair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, no, I'm just being lazy. Cool. Um, the only other thing is, yeah, I won't be here tomorrow or Friday. So. Yeah, we'll have a show tomorrow, but it'll be a lot of on tape thing. I'll be sitting in the jump seat and running the show tomorrow, so uh, be gentle. Uh, <laughs> it will be a lot of fun. But thanks to Greg Powers of Nexel Athlete. Follow him on Twitter, G Power Scout. Follow Nexel Athlete on Twitter at Nexel D1. Uh, we'll do it again next week. Power. Let's do it. That's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbell's, and of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. For Ashley Pickle and Greg Powers, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please come get your Player of the Year trophy. We will see you tomorrow. I will at least. I will not. On Texas Football Today.